Alright, so uh, welcome to The Nudge. We take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I'm your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE-NOW to get started. Podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today, we're going to go over an important plugin that we all need to be familiar with. That's the EQ. Uh, today, I'm going to be covering the stock Logic plugin, but you can follow along in your DAW since they usually have the same bands in every stock EQ. So, this is a lesson for all of us to use. One pro tip I tell any starter is to learn how to cut, not just boost. You want to always start slow when you make sweeps so that you get the right frequencies out best thing to do is to start with those high pass filters so first what i'm going to do is play the vocals raw with no plugins or effects on then i'm going to play the same vocal with 200 hertz removed from the vocal so we're going to go ahead and listen to those takes right now yeah outfit is so hot it's like i'm pulling on the matches and i ain't talking gangster but i pull up with the ratchets and after this club shit I put on my mattress, I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips, cheer. So that was the last vocal take that you just heard without any effects or plugins on it, just so you could hear the dry vocal, how it sounds. And next I'm going to play it for you, a cappella, without the beat. Um, again, this is no effects or plugins on it, just so you can hear it with more detail. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Chair, Nice So now we're gonna listen to the same take with 200 hertz removed from the vocal Nothing else, no plugins, no effects added Just so you can hear it um, with more clarity Yeah Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer Cool, cool So now you hear that last take It cut through the beat a little bit better Because it didn't clash as much with the beat so that's the benefits of using things like high-pass filters when you EQ. And that's just the first step. It really gives you a nice add to your mix. Just so you can hear this again with a little bit more detail, we're going to play this for you in acapella with the high-pass filter still on it. It's still being active, and it's you know removing that low end from the vocal just so it can have a little bit more clarity, but you're going to hear it without the beat. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves. Now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. Nice. I really think that sounds so much cleaner. You know, removing that low end with the high pass filter it just gives the vocal such a nice touch and especially when you 
have it when the beat's playing, it sounds so much cleaner because you're just cutting out all that, you know, just unnecessary frequencies you don't need in your mix, okay? I want you guys to check this out. You know, using plugins other than your stock plugins can add a lot of color and extra professional touch to your sound. You know, it's going to give you just a nice, you know, professional sound that you want to use. Stock plugins are great. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I use stock plugins. I know a lot of great professional engineers that use stock plugins. Great place to start um, and, and to learn. You know, I def definitely want you to do that, you know. Um, but you want to definitely upgrade to different ones. And, you know, our friends over at Lander um, provided us with a nice free EQ um, that you can check out from Fiverr. And this one, we removed 200 hertz. Um, and you'll hear how this one gives it just a little different yeah. sound. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. So I, I think that the Fiverr EQ gave it a nice warm tone. So it not just removed the frequencies out, it actually, you know, just gave it some nice color too. So sometimes you want that when you're actually removing frequencies. You know, you just don't want it to be uh, something that's just removing it and not giving anything back to your track. Because you want it to sound, you know, very harmonized and still flow. And I think that EQ did a good job of doing that, okay? Um, so lastly, I'm going to play the, la the last track for you with the Fiverr EQ still on it, um, but it's going to be a cappella just so you can hear it without um, the beat involved at all. So let that spin right Yeah. Now. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves. Now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. So there you have it. Those were the vocal takes that I wanted to show you um, that had the vocal takes raw um, with no effects on it, then had the effects that we got from um, Lander from Fiverr. That was the effects that uh, removed around 200 hertz of uh, low end, and uh, we got to hear those takes. So I hope you definitely got a chance to listen to those and see how they sounded. So... Um, that leads me into my next section, um, which brings me to why are we even using EQs? Um, you want to keep that in mind when you pull up any EQ, rather, um, which will help you do the job, which you're trying to accomplish. So let's get into this for a few of those approaches now. So first, um, I would say you want to use an EQ to remove any nasty elements from that vocal or that instrument. Um, this is what we call surgical EQ. Uh, so that's to clean up any sound source. You always want to think um, before you do anything else as far as adding any effects or getting um, into any boosting. You want to clean up, um, take out the bad frequencies, You know, just create a nice floor. Um, you know, think of it uh, of EQing is like sweeping before you mop. Um, so that way you're cleaning up your mixing floor. Um, you're making sure everything is getting done. I would say the second approach to EQ is what you can do is uh, use it to enhance. So what you can do for any EQ is 
uh, pull up uh, some of your frequencies and use it to boost, whether that is adding some air or frequencies to make it sound a little darker, wherever you see fit depends on, you know, the track that you're making, but, you know, you're adding more frequencies into that. Um, so that's a great way to um, do that as well, to think of it. So, you know, you would use a different EQ um, when you're boosting uh, rather than cutting um, as far as using a parametric EQ or a pull tech EQ or, um, you know, uh, a console EQ, different things like that. You know, I don't want to get into too many different types. Um, so a third approach is what you can use an EQ for is to make things sound different. Um, a lot of engineers sometimes, especially when we're doing ad libs, will make things sound like they're in a phone booth. And that's a popular effect for any ad lib. Doing ad libs, sometimes you want them to sound a little different from the track that you have in front of you, sometimes to put them in different space. Um, so it's just to give it a different effect. So you can use the EQ by, you know, um, pulling up a high pass filter and a low pass, um, sweeping off majority of the filters, just leaving the middle and then boosting the middle. Um, and that way you'll get a uh, phone effect as well. Um, so that's a great way to use an EQ. I use that effect a lot as well. And lastly, um, you can use an EQ to create space in your mix. So uh, that way you can carve out some frequencies. If let's say you have um, a, a horn or a guitar or something that's very loud in the mix, um, you want to take it out um, or at least leave some space for the vocal, you can do that um, as well. You can carve out some space using EQ. So, you know, that's a few ways to do that. So just to uh, recap, we have one, we're going to remove um, elements that we don't want in our mix. We can use that as the first step. Two, um, to enhance any pleasing elements um, within the mix um, to boost and make things sound better, we can use with EQ. Um, three, we can make things sound very different um, by putting them in the phone booth um, or adding that effect to them. And then lastly, to create space in the mix as well. Um, that's another way that you can use it as well. Our next section is brought to you by Max Michaels Artist Development Program. If you're an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. They'll give you one complimentary feedback and the solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michaels Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. It said plans, budgets, target goals, reaching your target audience, and defining the differences between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience. Email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. So I got 10 steps for you that's going to help you to EQ much better, right? So you may want to jot this down if you're listening or just take mental notes. You want to make sure that, one, you have intention. Know what you want to do. Know when you want to cut, which you want to boost. If you hear something in your speakers or your headphones 
and you want to remove it, it sounds off to you, you know, take a listen to it, you know, play with the cue, you know, adjust it a little bit, and that way you'll be able to, you know, make the proper adjustments. But having tensions 90% of the time will help you get to your destination a lot better. Two, don't just rely on EQing alone um, just to shape the sound. There's a lot of different ways to make your your vocal sound a lot better later on. You can use compressors to do that. A lot of people, um, you know, just, you don't want to just, you know, just put so much stress on the EQ. So um, it's just one plug-in in your chain and, you know, just give it a chance to do its job and let it, uh, you know, just be part of your chain and not rely on it for everything. Three, you want to prior prioritize cuts instead of just boosting um, as I mentioned, you know, when you first start out, you may want to make things sound better, but, you know, uh, at the end of the day, the best thing to do is just remove things, and that, in turn, will make them sound better um, because, you know, they're making room, and, you know, it's making sense with the overall mix rather than just adding things and, you know, maybe not, it's clashing. Four, you want to apply EQ in solo when you're subtracting. Uh, you know, you don't want to take the beat, uh, remove the instruments just so you can hear a little bit better. It's more clearer. Um, I want you to use the solo button with caution, though, um, because you still need to hear the music playing as well when you're EQing and removing frequencies. That way you can hear both so you can hear how it sounds because let's face it no one's gonna hear your mix with the music not playing so um just check certain frequencies but put the music on um again just to make sure you check in and everything lines up what you just did five small changes soon add up um, when you're mixing, especially when you're EQing, you know, adding a dB here, um, subtracting three dBs here, or, you know, it, it adds up overall, you know, little do you know, you know, you're, you're overall working on a mix and then it sounds, you know, very crowded um, or hollow. Um, and that's because things are added or missing. So, um, you know, be careful what you're mixing. Again, be very um you know knowledgeable of that and that leads me into my next one which is six be more subtle with stock and parametric eqs so you know these things again because as i showed you as earlier with the takes these stock at parametric eqs don't have a lot of coloration so once you're removing frequencies it's just literally just taking it out of that sample that vocal that instrument um and it's not really, you know, giving it any saturation. So, um, again, if you, it's just to remove the bad frequencies and that's it. Um, but, again, once you start boosting, you want to do that with different different EQs, okay? Um, and then seven, um, you want to develop a plug-in or order that fits your workflow. Um, a lot of people say that you should put the EQ first or the compressor last. Um, you know, it, it can make a difference, you know, test it out, see what makes the most sense in your mix, um, and then go with that. Um, that's the best way to approach it, I would say. And eight, uh, you can make a bad recording sound amazing, but 
you can make it sound decent enough and make it fit and work in a song. Um, and what I mean is, you know, you can make a song and it could sound, you know, very distorted purposely. You know, I've heard uh, artists like Travis Scott or Kanye West, they've made songs and, you know, they sound like they're in another world or they're out of space. You know, that it doesn't sound sometimes as a clean vocal. Um, they're purposely doing that. Why? Because it, it just adds contrast to their song. Um, that can that can work in your favor if you know what you're doing. You know, if you know how to play with the EQs and, you know, you're making songs, you know, in that, in that range. Um, and nine, um, you want to create clarity with EQs. EQs are great ways to remove hiss. Great EQs are a great way to remove muddiness. Uh, EQs are a great way to remove, um, you know, boxiness. You know, great ways to add air. Um, great ways to add mid-range, you know. EQs, you know, these terms are, um, you know, ones you're going to get familiar with being an engineer and learning learning more um, terms as uh, you grow within this uh, the business. And then lastly, 10, make sure that you mix in mono because it makes sure that you have enough space and separation with your EQ. Um, you're not relying on just hearing everything sounding good because it's pan left and right. Um, naturally, your ears are going to hear that better. Once you mix in mono, you know, you're taking away all of the extra, you know, sweetness to the, to the record. You know, if it sounds good in mono, it's, it's very likely it's going to sound good in stereo. So that's, that's, that's a great way to approach this. So, um, you know, that's just to wrap up that last section, um, just to go over that, those last, those last 10 tips to make you EQ a little bit better. One, have intentions. Two, don't rely on your EQ alone to shape your sound. Three, prioritize any cuts um, over boost. Cutting over boost is always a better way to approach things. Um, add EQ in solo when subtraction, but use that with caution. Um, small changes add up um, very quickly. That's five. Six, be subtle with these stock EQs because they do not add any saturation. Seven, develop a plug-in order that fits your chain and workflow. Um, test them out. Eight, um, you cannot make a bad recording sound amazing, but you can tweak it with EQs and make them um, at least clean them up as best as possible. Nine, um, you can create instant uh, clarity um, by removing muddiness or boxiness or add eeriness. EQs can change the sound of um, a sample very quickly, so um, they're very effective. And then 10, um, mix in mono that can definitely help you um, get more range and your uh, mix will translate in a lot more speakers. Um, so to wrap that, up, that last part up. Um, a great quote from an engineer once said, uh, learning to be a great engineer should take you time, so never rush the process. And I truly agree with that. Um, I've been mixing over a decade, um, um, and it's taken me a lot of time. I'm still learning things each and every day uh, regarding mixing and engineering. It's a great culture to be a part of. Um, we're happy to have you um, with us. Um, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to The Nudge, where we take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel, 
podcast mixing, music mixing, mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. I am your host, Mark Paper, Senior Engineer at MPE, Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. Holla at us. You already snow. Get you.